0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So excited that you're here today. I'm really excited to dive into chapter two of the book of Nehemiah. If you missed last week's episode, I mentioned that we're going to go through a little series through the book of Nehemiah because I read it a couple weeks ago and it really just left a lasting impression on my heart with some big things that just I felt God was speaking to me. And so I want to. Give that to you, to those of you that listen, to those of you that may need to hear it. I usually feel like if something comes onto my heart to share, then I need to share it because it could inspire or encourage or uplift somebody else. And I'm praying that God will use this series to speak to someone else as well. So, last week in Nehemiah 1, we talked about the fact that Nehemiah had a burden on his heart. He Um, he had found out that there was a wall that needed to be rebuilt for his and like from his country that he was originally from. And he was just burdened by this wall being torn down and he wanted to return so that he could rebuild the wall. And so I ended the episode with just talking about the fact that sometimes we have things that come up in our hearts that just, give us a burden. They, they really make us feel emotional. They make us feel upset. They make us feel like there's something that we need to do. And that's usually God burdening us and asking us to, to work, to do something for him. Interrupted by a toddler. I'm back. Um, so anyways, so we have God who puts things on our hearts and burdens us. And gives us a vision for what he's calling us to do. And so that's exactly what's happening to Nehemiah in chapter one. So then we move forward into chapter two and we see Nehemiah going into the presence of the king and kind of bringing up this vision, this burden that he has on his heart so it talks about in the first couple verses, he walks in and he's talking to the king. And I am going to butcher the name, but it's King Arta, Artaxerxes, maybe A R T A X E R X E S. <laughs> um, I promised y'all when I started this podcast that I am not going to know it all, so there is a little example. But anyways, um, so he walks into the presence of the king, and the king immediately notices that he looks sad. He says, why, like, what does he say? Why does your face look so sad when you're not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of the heart. And so for someone else to notice that there's such a burden on Nehemiah just really stood out to me. And then in the same verse, verse two, Nehemiah is now talking and he says, I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, may the king live forever forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? And so he's here in the presence of his king. This is kind of his chance, his opportunity to get the king's approval, to move forward with this vision that he feels God has given him to go rebuild this wall. And so he takes that opportunity and he genuinely just asks for the king's permission. But he doesn't do it before he prays. And so in verse 4, the king says, "What is it that you want?" And Nehemiah said, "Then I prayed to the God of heaven, and then I answered the king." And I think that's a very important thing to note is that he didn't just say, "This is what I want. Can you help me make it happen?" But he went to God and said, "God, in this conversation that I'm having in this this next step that I feel like you're asking me to take, please be with me. Give me the words. Give me the wisdom. Give me the knowledge. Give me the discernment. Open the heart of the king. Open the mind of the king. We don't know what he said. He doesn't say what he said. But I know there have been so many times where I felt the burden on my heart, whether it be for a vision or just for a tough conversation. And my spiritual mentor used to say, just go into it and ask God to help you. And so I'll give you another example. I just thought of this as I was saying that um, I used to ask my mentor, you know, she was really big on, on choosing one person to disciple and really pour your heart and soul into with just helping them to really get to know God more. And I remember discipling a certain person and just, she would ask these hard biblical questions that I didn't feel like I had the answers to. Like she had been through some really hard life things And I just didn't feel like I had, I I didn't feel equipped to give her the answers. And so I would ask my mentor, okay, you know, this is what she asked. How do I respond? You know, and I would always let her know, like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk with my mentor. I'm going to do some research, but I don't really know the answer. So let me get back to you. But my mentor would always say when I would ask her the hard questions before she would respond, she would pray in her head and just ask God to give her the words to say. And he always would. And so this reminds me of that, where here's Nehemiah in this really important conversation because the king could essentially shut this down. The king is in charge, and so the king doesn't have to let him go, and this is an important conversation. So he has this this burden, this vision for what's got, what God's calling him to do, and the king is kind of the middleman where he can say, yes, you can do this, or no, you can't. Now, we're obviously knowing that God's probably working on the king's heart already because he has opened the door for this conversation between him and Nehemiah. But the fact that Nehemiah, in his fear, in his, maybe his doubt, or whatever he was facing as he was in this conversation, he stopped and he prayed. And then he answered the king with what it was that he wanted. And so he went on to explain in the next few verses what he wanted to do, how he wanted to rebuild the wall, asked for permission if he could go do it, if he could leave and, you know, take the people with him, blah, blah, blah. I don't say blah, 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 like it's not important. I just, I want you to read the chapter to really get a full understanding of it. And so then he prayed, got the king answered and says, yes, like I, I'll grant your request. So we'll go back through the steps one more time. He has a burden or a vision. He's sad and scared about the vision that, that God has given him. God helps him share his vision, gives him an opportunity to share it with the king. Then the king grants his request by the grace of God, and then in in number five or step five of this this conversation in chapter two, now Nehemiah gets to start presenting the vision to others to see who else God would help help him or have help him in this this um, wall rebuilding right. And so he's gotten the approval. He's probably gotten over a little bit of the fear, probably still has a lot of fear. We've all been t- through new things where we're going through or going into a new season of life where God's using us in a different way. And it's uncomfortable. <clears throat> this podcast, um, the the planner that I wrote, the business that I started, the parenting role that I have, the wife role, you know, like we always go through different seasons where we we know God's working. But it doesn't feel like we quite know the steps. And so as we start to live that out and present it to others, the plans start to kind of come through. You know, things start to to be put into place. We are doing the thing. We're going along the way. So, you know, step five, he presents the vision to others to see who else God would have help him. God gives them the people that want to help him, and then they begin the plans, That's step six. And then in step seven, I don't even know if I would call them steps, but this is just point seven of, I guess, chapter two that I noticed. So then step seven or or point seven is, um, in verse 19, he is mocked and ridiculed. Can anybody else relate to that? Where you have had this burden, had this vision, gotten the approval, felt like God was opening all the doors making a way, giving you the people, giving you the tools, all the things are going well. And then one person or two or five or 10, they mock you or they ridicule, ridicule you. They make you feel less than do you stop the vision or do you keep working towards it? So I think in this, this is the chapter that really started to get me. Like Nehemiah 1, I was like, oh my gosh, I love the vision and the fact that like things that burdened us, God's put on our hearts. But chapter 2, I really related to because I've felt the fear. I have felt the sadness. But then I've seen God start working and opening doors that only he can open. And then I have been mocked and ridiculed in, in numerous decisions, not just one vision that God has given me, but multiple And so sometimes, as we follow the vision of the path of God that He's led us on, we're going to face trials. It's not always going to be a smooth, easy trail to the finish line. The question we have to ask ourselves is are we willing to endure? Are we willing to face fear? Are we willing to present the idea to others, even though it's uncomfortable? Are we willing to ask people for help? Are we willing to continually seek God in prayer? Are we willing to start? Are we willing to keep going when we face ridicule or bumps in the road along the way? Nehemiah was, so we have this example of this person who's had this burden, and he's facing all the things that we're probably going to face as we face our own burdens that that God's giving us vision to to work through or work towards. And all he said to these people that mocked him in verse twenty is, "I answered them by saying." The God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start. So we have to be willing to start. We have to be willing to to face the the fear. We have to be willing to present the idea to others, to ask for help, to seek God in prayer. And we have to be willing to face the ridicule. But before any of that, we have to be willing to start, to have faith that God put this on our heart for a reason. God gave us This burden because he wants to use us in some way in this situation or in this, you know, whatever it might be that your vision is. You know, in this case, it's building a wall. What might it be for you in your life? What burdens your heart and what's holding you back from living that out, from acting on the thing that God is calling you to? Is it fear? Is it fear of judgment? Is it not seeking God and his answers? is it not being willing to start? Those are questions that only you can ask. And so my application for us in this chapter today is let's face the ridicule and the bumps in the road. And let's face it with confidence in the one who sent us to do his work. Let's not quit when it gets hard. Let's be like Nehemiah and persevere in his strength. And as I was reading this with Nehemiah, it brought me back to Paul in second Corinthians chapter 12 verses nine through 10. You probably know this verse and I've probably used it before. It's another favorite, but Paul says that he, that God, God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So God is telling him that, that Paul's weakness is where God's power gets to shine. So then Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness in insults. There's a word right there, ridicule insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So let's delight in our weakness. Let's face the ridicule with confidence in the God who is working in and through us so that we can be made strong in the fight towards whatever it is that he has burdened your heart with, whatever he's calling you to, whatever he's calling me to. Let's face that with confidence. Let's start that with confidence today. Take action today. Pray to God about the situation or about the thing that you feel burdened by today and watch him open the doors and work in and through you every step of the way. I promise you, one, I'm preaching to myself, but two, I've lived this in so many different seasons of my life and I still struggle with it as I go into new seasons with new things that I feel God calls me to. But every time that I have stepped out in faith and persevered through my weakness and through my fear and just relied on him and asked him to keep opening the door or to close it if it wasn't meant to be, he has moved in ways I never could have expected. This podcast has, I don't even know how many listeners, I should probably check, but however many listeners, you're listening to it today, right? This podcast is an example of God saying, hey, you should do this, like, Let's get the word out there a little bit more in a different way. My planner, the Finding Freedom Planner, was a a way that I just wanted to help other women who are busy to put Christ at the center. So I wrote the planner, and now it's sold over 400 and something copies the last I checked. Posting on social media, starting my fitness business, I get to help thousands of women get healthy and fit every single week because I decided to share my journey on social media. I get to help women work from home and be incredible moms to their family, to their kids, to be present with their families and build a business on the side because I decided to, to do something that God asked me to do. And so whatever it might be for you, those are just a few examples of my own life. Whatever that is for you, take action today. Ask God to open the door. Ask him to give you strength. Ask him to work in and through you every step of the way and watch how he moves. Let's pray. God, I don't know what the the burden is that you've placed on each listener's heart today, God, but I know that you have called each and every one of us according to your purpose. You have a plan and a purpose, and a vision for each of our lives, and you have a way to use each of our stories, each of our testimonies, in a way that will only bring you glory and honor. And I pray that you would just open our hearts and our minds to that vision, to that burden, so that we can glorify you in every way possible in moving in that vision, in moving towards whatever it is you're calling us to. I pray that you would give us strength, and courage, and protection, and wisdom, and guidance, and discernment, and clarity. I pray that you would help us to just see what the next step is, and to take the next step, God. And I pray that you would be with us every step of the way. I thank you for walking beside us in the good and the bad, and for always placing your hedge of protection over us. We're leaning on you, God, and we need you. We can't do any of what you call us to without you, God, and so help us to continue to seek you, to seek your strength and to remember that you're always with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us. We love you, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom podcast today. If this episode spoke to you in some way, can you please share it with someone else? Maybe subscribe and leave a rating and review. Each share and review means more to me than you'll ever know because it means that we're getting God's word out to more people. Your support means so much, and I hope you'll tune in next week. In the meantime, let's connect on social media. I've linked my account in the show notes, and I'd love to chat more with you throughout the week. Have a great day, and God bless.